Welcome to Our Baseball Life, where we get real about what it's like to live life in professional baseball. I'm Lori Ankiel. And I'm Alyssa Baginero. Together, we have over 30 years of experience in the game. And on this show, we bring you interviews from the entire spectrum of the pro baseball experience. From the major leagues to the minor leagues to international ball, we cover it all. This is episode 35. Hey guys, today we have the fabulous Darlene Santor, who I met, um, gosh, I want to say maybe two or three years ago at my um, my partner with the Athletes Guide, Bridget Whitney's hockey retreat, and she spoke there. And Dar, I just want to tell you that I absolutely <laughs> adored you from the moment you opened your mouth, and we are so excited to have you on this podcast today. Oh, thank you so much. I loved you from the moment I met you. (laughs) So Coach Dar is what she goes by, and she is a peak performance coach. And I mean, amongst lots of other amazing things. So why don't you just give us a little bit about yourself so that um, because I'm sure you can explain it better than me. (laughs) Sure. Well, thank you so much, both of you for having me on. I'm really grateful. I'm grateful for the upcoming conference. But my background, really, most people know me as Coach Dar. The joke is I don't even think people know my real name. <laughs> that it's Darlene Santor, but, you know, so you can call me when you see me, Dar or Coach Dar or Coach. But my background is I'm an occupational therapist that specialized in neuro and neuropsychology, helping traumatic brain injured patients come out of coma. And over time, that led me from helping people regain a new normal. I just was so passionate about helping people never give up on their odds and reach their full potential, which has led me to my own practice. I've been in practice, um, private practice for 11 years, but a therapist for 23. So peak performance coach is what most people will call me. And I help with life, leadership, and mental edge, all about the mindset and the heart connection, both in pro sports with athletes and their families. And then I do keynote speeches around the country on mindset and leadership. But really, it's always about helping people level up in life. And when people hear level up, they're like, Dar, I don't want to do more. You know, I'm so overwhelmed already. And I'll say, it's not about doing more. It's about doing what you do really well. And I'll help you with your mind and your heart get you where you want to go, whether it's in the game, on the field or off the field uh, and in your world and your life. So it's been a passion of mine. And so I have many titles, I guess people will say, but at the end of the day, it's helping people reach their fullest potential and connect it to purpose. Well, I love it. I think it's amazing. (laughs) And it's funny because (laughs) I've um, gotten really into a lot of um, books on mindset, like uh, Mindset by um, Carol Dweck is like one of my favorite books. Oh, yeah. And um, I was, I've, I've really gotten into that because it's amazing how my, the mind-body connection, and especially with sports, like I don't think people realize how valuable it is to to have the right mindset, especially when you're you know trying to perform on such a high level. Oh, yeah. The pressure is so hard. And the book you refer to is where everyone it's worth getting. It's about the fixed and growth mindset. And and all of us could get in slumps because we get in a fixed mindset or we get in a fear-based mindset. Well, she doesn't talk about that, but that will put us in a fixed mindset where, oh, I've done that, or I'm not sure if I should do that. Well, it's already been done this way. Or, oh, I remember when I did it this way, this is what will happen. And then you keep yourself blocked, whether you're on the field or it's in your family, whatever that is, instead of going into a growth mindset, which is, let me try again. 
I may have done it this way, but what if I could shift it a little bit? And my whole role is coming alongside and helping people stay in that growth mindset so that you can grow because otherwise fixed is just what it is. You're stuck where you are. And when we get stuck, we get anxious. We feel depressed. We feel all of the emotions that don't serve us. And so helping with the mindset, mindfulness, awareness, and shifting that to where we need to be, it helps move us from stuck to unstuck. Well, I think, um, you know, a lot of baseball wives and girlfriends can get into that mindset, feeling stuck, especially because we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. We don't know what's going to happen next season or this season or where we're going to live or, you know, what it's going to look Absolutely. like. And so I think a lot of girls do feel stuck, um, whether it's in their um, personal lives or their job or um, just all of life, you know, because baseball is so crazy. Mm -hmm. So you know, do you talk to women in baseball a lot? I'm excited for you to come to our conference and talk about this, but um, is this something that you have talked to women in baseball specifically about? Yes, because one, I try to connect um, to the present moment. It's so hard because you don't know how, what's going to happen tomorrow. Uh, uh, but if you could, if I could help you stay in a state of gratitude in the present moment, which is why mindfulness is so important you're able to flow better and you live in the world. There is a great word called detachment and detachment is about living detached, just how it sounds. And that is a hard thing. But if, if anyone's ever practiced yoga, you will learn a lot about, you know, what we carry on the mat, the real work happens off the mat. And it's this living in detachment where we're not attached to the outcome, but we're in flow into what's happening in front of us. And so often when, if you've ever practiced yoga, you get there. I know this is, I got, I'm a Lululemon ambassador. I remember them asking me, like, you know, how often do you yoga? I'm like, you asked me to be an ambassador. And I'm not even a yoga instructor. And I said, but <laughs> it was all about the whole world of helping people reach greatness. And that's what they wanted. And I, they're so good at what they do. I ended up becoming a yoga certified instructor. But let me tell you, that was a battle because this fits what we're saying is you get into anything and you're thinking of the 50 things that you want to do. Your head is somewhere else. Yes. And yoga gets you on the mat. And I'm, I've been certified. I went through like their pro level. It was not easy. And I'll still tell you it's hard. And so I'm not saying that this is easy, but it's worth it. When you get on the mat and your head is going and going and going, you're like 10 for me, it might be 15 minutes in. And finally, I'm getting settled to where I need to be. And by the end of yoga, when they're, you're in Shavasana, you're like, this is the best ever. <laughs> <laughs> and you're in that relaxation mode laying there and your body finally settled. That's the way we want to live. And we want to strive to live all the time where we're, our head is going down the to-do list and we're not stopping and we're not pausing mm -hmm. to just breathe. I mean, literally just breathe and say, okay, I can't fix or worry about where or what city I'm not going to be in next, but I can be present as a mom and as a parent and as a wife right now or a girlfriend and being the best version I can be for here. Right. And then also for yourself and your well-being, like taking that moment to just breathe and say, I'm going to live my life worrying about tomorrow, which is going to rob me of my joy today. Like what good is that going to serve me? So I have to live detached to the outcome and live in focus and in gratitude to the Absolutely. present. Absolutely. I I know. I love, I love that. that. I just um, downloaded the Headspace app and have started 
meditating. Yeah. And you know, it's awesome app because it starts you out. So sh like with little increments, so like three minutes, four minutes, six minutes. So you don't think like, Oh my gosh, I can't sit still for 20 minutes. Like that's crazy. So it like kind of builds you into it. And I love it. And I also um, just yesterday had both my boys sit and meditate with me for five minutes because they had like a kid's version of like guided meditations with the app. And I, I'm so I'm really, really into that now. And that totally speaks to what you're saying about trying to stay present. I'm so happy. I love it. <laughs> I, I have everyone try Headspace, Calm and Insight Timer. Those are three apps I use a lot. And then there's gear you can end up using later on called Muse or... Um, uh, what's the other one? Muse and I'll I'll think of the other one to share. But the, your to your point, like meditate meditation, I use with everyone because it's the only thing that could help us really get centered in the moment. And even the power of breath, I talk about the power of the pause. You know, we go from call to call, appointment to appointment, taking the kids here and there, and we're running. And people, I'll speak at the conference more about this, but people pick up our energy. And mm -hmm. when they pick up our energy, when we're running from one thing, you know, you've rushed in from something because you're running from five things and you get in a room and everyone's like, they still feel your cadence from the five other appointments, things that you just did. And they're like feeling as if you're not there because you're probably not there. And so before you take that next call or before you go into your kid's school or before you walk back into the house, stop, just take a breath, power of the pause and say, how do I want to show up in this moment? Because if you don't help control that moment in your mind, it will control you into every moment of the day. And that's how we start to feel unsettled and frazzled by the end of the day. But we could just do a simple breath and a simple pause and then enter yes. and take our first. I think that's that's really great because I definitely struggle with that. I this just this past week, I came back from a conference. I had 5 million things on my to-do list. Plus I was running my kids book fair at school. So I was like <laughs> nonstop working. And it was really hard to take that, you know, to, yeah. when I walk into a room to be present because I had all of those things on my mind. What do I have to do next? You know, what have I not done yet? And it is hard to be really present in that moment. And I think, you know, your family, my kids can pick up on that. My husband can pick up on that. And then at the end of the day, I'm feeling frazzled because I know I didn't give myself fully to them in those moments. And I let everything else kind of overtake well, me. Yeah. Know, and also, it, I feel like there's like a transference of energy because I can always tell with Rick, like if he's in a really bad mood or upset about something, it's almost like I absorb that same energy from him. And now all of a sudden I'm agitated or, you know, and I'm like, mm -hmm. that's, that's definitely a great place to be like, okay, I know that something that has nothing to do with you is upset me. So let me take a minute to kind of like reset so that I'm not bringing all this animosity to you, which then, you know, husband and wife, I'm sure absorb and bounce off each other. Right. Now he's going to pick up that. And then not to say that he's going to be in a bad mood, but it might, bring his vibration down a, a couple notches. <laughs> it does. Yeah, I believe that. Physically, it's they've actually proven it in uh, quantum physics about the energy that it will stay in the room. That's why you could, you could, all, we could all be laughing in a room one minute and then someone walks in and they are, have had a bad day or they're just in a mood and they literally could suck the energy right out. It just changes the vibration. I mean, it's so fascinating when you read research in this. And I'll talk more on this too about the the level up effect of energy. But we are so 
at just being able to give to the world, we have to be aware of the energy that we put out into this world because it really does affect the vibration of others. And this is not woo-woo. It's really proven. It's actually, like you just said, you know when someone's, and now we're going to have bad days. No, by no means anything that we ever share. It's not about perfection. No one's perfect and perfection hurts us. It causes paralysis. It's about progress. And I'll just say, what's 1% progress you can make every day? Just 1%. Then you're not overwhelmed. And if we all just started with the power of breath and pausing and how we show up, oh my gosh, it would be a huge shift that we'd all make to help everyone really rise higher. That's awesome. You were working with the Phoenix Sens, I know, when I first met you. Are you still their team mental skills coach? So I was traveling with them for the past, uh, I've been working with them for the past, let's see, I think it's been four years. And I'm not working with the whole team this year, but I am coaching one of the executives within the organization, not so much the team yet. Monty, the new coach is phenomenal and he does such a good job with it. So I am there should they need it. Um, but the irony is a lot of the players that I work worked with, they are all are on different teams. So we only have one player out anyway. <laughs> yeah. They all went on our the other team. So now I'm helping them on other teams and I was in, in, in an exclusivity. So it didn't allow me to help them. But now since all the guys are on pretty much all, but one are on other teams, it allows me to be able to help uh, more players throughout the league with it. So how did you get involved with uh, the NBA? I got really involved in sports when I started my practice and moved down to Nashville. I grew up in Connecticut and New York and the East Coast. And then I moved down to Nashville, had done some business down there and felt really called to move down there. I wasn't expecting that to happen. But when I went down there, it was great. And it started where it was word of mouth, where people just felt like they were stuck with something. And so I was working with music artists, you know, and artists could sing to a sold out crowd, but they were having they could have high anxiety speaking one-on-one or just family situations. So that's where that started to grow. And then it grew to then those in sports and football, and then it was baseball and then basketball, just individual athletes and as they needed it. And then that grew from there. And then when I moved out to Arizona, I was actually helping a company out here with their leadership development and mindset. And that's when the owner of the Suns had connected with me and asked me to help a player, which then turned into another player, which helped into a team. <laughs> and then that led to baseball. The snowball effect. Yeah, and then agents <laughs> would call and say, you know, I have a player that that's about to get called up from the minors. I have a player that's about to go into the playoffs, and that's a, a, you know, a full realm, different level of mental condition oh, yeah. that you need to have for that. And then the World Series. And so that's really how it started to grow. And um, I feel very blessed because everyone I've ever had to work with over the past 23 years, especially 12, 11 or 12 in pra- private practice, has all been word of mouth. And I feel I'm very faith based. And I really believe that whoever God brings to me is who I'm supposed to work with. That's right. really cool. That yeah. is. And, you know, Rick um, went through his stuff with the throwing issues and his agent introduced him to Harvey Dorfman, who is a sports psychologist yeah. and um, their relationship. I mean, was invaluable. I mean, it was amazing. He became kind of like a surrogate father, um, you know, for Rick. And (laughs) and 
it was, I mean, he's learned so much from him that now he helps guys that have throwing issues. And he worked with the Washington Nationals in 2015 as their mental skills coach. So we are totally like into that, <laughs> into like the whole brain body connection, because like, you know, witnessing it um, with Rick and understanding what he went through, it's, it's, it's amazing. <laughs> it's mind boggling, actually. <laughs> <laughs> no pun intended. And you know, exactly. the beauty part is, our brain, literally, I could remember holding the human brain in my hand years ago when I was studying. And I said, imagine this could propel us forward or pull us back. And it, and you have to work on emotional triggers, past pains, things. So this is not just an athlete. This is all of us. And this is what I talk to a lot. And I want anyone that I'm working with to know that it's more than it's the mind and the heart. It's everything that goes on, on in your life. And, you know, we may have to work on maybe something in your game, but it could, it's, it's probably even bigger than that. And that's why this whole mental health, you don't have to have a mental health disorder to work on your mental health, your well being. It's so important. Right. And then the flip, the other side of that too, is my, my practice is called performance meets purpose. No one really knows that because it's all coached are, but I did that intentional because, you know, when you're so focused on the numbers and you lose sight of your purpose, this goes for any of us. That's how we go down easy because you have to know that it's more than just the game. And I always say you need your why power to be stronger than your willpower. Willpower mm, is if you put thin mints in front of me, and you keep that that box in front of me, I'm going to probably go over at some point and eat those Thin Mints. <laughs> but I know that having had three strokes with my health, I have to be careful and watch everything I do. So my why power is I want to be healthy. It's not worth it for me. I'll have like one or two, but I'm not going to eat a whole sleeve of it. I may want to over the course of the day. But my point is my why power will always keep me going over my willpower. And that's for any of us. What is your why of why you want to stay healthy? What is your why of why you want to stay in the grind of the game when it's going so long? What is the why for every woman listening to this when the grind of the schedule and missing your partner and the moving city to city, what's the why? The why is different for everyone. But one main reason could be for every time you grow and the platform grows and things grow for you, that becomes a bigger service place for you to serve. That becomes a bigger opportunity and that gives you freedom later on. So it's stick, sticking with it and remembering your why and your why will always lead you beyond what your willpower can. That's so good. And I completely feel that when I start to get anxious about the work I'm doing or, you know, whatever it is, I, if I get really anxious about it, I step back and I think about, I'm focusing too much on the, the outcome, um, right. you know, on it, what's happening now and what's not growing quick enough or what, you know what I mean? And so w when I step back and I think about my purpose, why am I even doing this? What do I mm -hmm. want to do with this? What, what fills me up about what I'm doing here? That is what, um, breaks through that cycle of anxiety and, yeah. you know, brings me back every single time. So I love that. Beautiful. I'm glad that you're putting it in practice. <laughs> <laughs> it's, taken a, like I, it's taken a long time and it, and it has to happen over and over again. It's not something I feel like you should have a notebook next to me and write down all this. <laughs> Starisms. I'll, I'll share these nuggets. <laughs> I, I promise I'll share these at the conference. Awesome. Now, um, so at the, our hockey life conference or retreat last year, um, Coach Dar introduced us to the 
um, path elemental profiles, yes. which I'm hoping that we're going to be able to share at our conference. Mm -hmm. And um, I wanted to tell you, I had Paige and Alyssa also take the personality assessment. Oh, good. And, yeah. And it's funny because we kind of go around the gamut. So starting with, I mean, trying to envision your board from the retreat. And yeah. so the right side was um, the people side and that yep. was um, wind and water. Mm -hmm. And Alyssa, um, yeah, Alyssa is wind and water. And then mm -hmm. I come in and I'm water and earth. And then Paige is earth and fire. Oh, <laughs> so we move around the whole, and I'm like, we're perfectly balanced. We Yay. are. <laughs> For everyone listening, like, can you tell like, us about what? it? Yeah, yeah. They're like, yeah. what is she talking what? about? But I love I it. I know. Tell us all about this awesome. This I think it's so, so, so amazing and so spot on. Like no other personality profile test mm -hmm. has really nailed it like this one. Like I did the Enneagram one and it was kind yeah. of split between two numbers. And I was like, okay, well, I'm sometimes this one, sometimes this one. And so I kind of left it alone because it wasn't so decisive where this one really explains me. So I <laughs> give us a little it. background. So I, I love this. So when I did my thesis and research paper, I'd done it in the Myers-Briggs. So if anyone's ever heard of the Myers-Briggs or the DISC, these are all, these are all personality profiles that allow you to understand why you do the things you do, how you learn, what are the little idiosyncrasies of you? How do you best communicate? What, how do you handle certain situations? And it's very helpful to understand this because it validates who you are. And I teach this one and the path elemental profile and got licensed in this to teach it because after seeing all the assessments out there, while they're all good in their own way, this specific one allows you, one, to remember it quickly. The brain associates with it. Two, we could do it or any culture because fire, water, wind, or earth, people could remember. And three, it has the highest level of remembering what someone else is. And see, part of this is understanding you, but it's also understanding how to communicate with others because the biggest issue we have in this world is communication. And boy, now with technology, while I love it, we're breaking down our communication skills, though, even more, meaning we're not communicating enough. And so this is how you get to understand why your kids act the way they act, why you act the way you act, why your spouse does, and then how to respond to them, not in your way, but in their way. And it's also knowing that we don't want everyone to be us. We need a mixture of all personalities in order to be, in order for us to thrive and order for us to function. Because if everyone was like us, one, it would be boring. And two, we would probably all be fighting over who says what or how to do it. <laughs> right. So, um, but I'll go around and I'll teach. And there are clearly, uh, you'll be a mixture of all of these four personalities, but each one will be, each person will have a little bit more dominant area. And so if you're a win personality, I won't go too much in depth because we'll probably do this in the conference and, and you right. can tell me what you want to ask from, but winds and waters are the type of people, one's going to move faster than the other. Water is more tranquil and slow. Um, they're the peacemakers <laughs> and they, they have to process, whereas winds are the type of personalities that are visionaries, that they want to move fast. They're very excited. If you think of a windmill, it, it creates energy. It moves the current of the ocean. So a wind is going to need to be in professions, need to be able in, even if you're helping out in a charity, you want to take the role on if you're a wind 
being the person who helps be the voice or affects change or moves people through things. If you have to sit behind a desk, you are not going to last long. (laughs) Rick's Rick's strongest was wind. And that's absolutely true. He has to be in constant motion. He is not a sit still. He's, we go on vacation. There's no sitting at the pool for him. Like we need excursions. (laughs) We need an itinerary. We need things going on. (laughs) He wants to experience life to its fullest. And what's beautiful is he'll want to it's created to something bigger. Like I want to, he also wants to do things cause it's going to help people um, all do, but he'll want to do that on a different level. And just you saying that Lori about him, it allows you to understand him rather than get frustrated by. Him. Oh my gosh. Huge, huge help. He's wind and fire. I'm earth and water. Like we opposite yes. each other, <laughs> but it, it made it so much un- more understandable to his right. personality because that's exactly right. who he is. I was not at all shocked, but Alyssa right. and I are both mostly water. She just mm-hmm. has the next one wind. And then the next one for me was earth. Right. And so that's the good balance because when you have a high wind or a high fire, the fire is the more dominant personality. They're the ones that are going to be more task oriented first. They want to go get things done uh, think big picture, but then move on to the next thing. They don't want to ground and sit there long enough. And they're going to be the more bold. They'll say things that we're all thinking, but they're going to say it. <laughs> and so the good news is you're like, yeah, let them say this. Yep. That's <laughs> right. what, um, that's right. okay. When, when we go through this, I'll yeah. go through that. Everyone, every element you want to make sure that you keep in alignment Because when you are in proper alignment, just like our spine, just like we were talking in yoga and flow, the same thing goes with our personality and mind, you actually shine brighter. But when you let your element get to be too much for anyone, it doesn't help. So imagine when there's too much fire, it's going to burn people out. It's too intense. And when there's too much wind, it's like a tornado. You're getting blown all (laughs) over with the ideas. And then when there's too much water, that's when the dam breaks. It's because the waters who are peacemakers finally are like enough. Like Mm -hmm. they either walk out of something, they quietly exit, they're gone. Like they're, or they explode because they're like, I can't take it anymore. And then at earth, the earth gets so rooted. So they're not doing anything. It's just holding something so tight that they won't take the next step. And that's too much of grounding. So you could see every element could be too much, but. When you're in alignment and that fire is, I mean, when, you, why do we even have fires in Arizona, like fire pits? I, it's because of maybe the one month it gets cold here, but <laughs> we, we love in Scottsdale to see at the resorts and the places around these beautiful fire pits, because when fires and flow and invites everyone around it, when wind is coming and it's that nice breeze, it's so refreshing. When you hear that tranquility of water, you feel so good. And when you feel like you're in nature and rooted in that earth, it's so calming and it's refreshing and it re- it resets you. So as you'll see, each personality, we need everyone. But I'm the person right. going out in the world saying, hey, I don't accept. This is how I am. Take it or leave it. No, I don't accept that. I ex- What I'm trying to challenge everyone on as, as a coach in peak performance is I want you to be your best version, not This is who I am, take it or leave it. Because that's probably means your element is going too far in one direction and you're hurting people. So this is about bringing awareness to who you are. This is about helping you thrive so you feel happy because I want to keep you in flow so you don't get stuck. It'll decrease anxiety and depression over time because as you keep this part of your elemental language, when you're stuck, you get another element to help you unstick. 
And then it'll also help you and communicate with your spouse and your kids. And nothing's perfect. We're all going to have our days that we're not in perfect flow. Nothing's perfect. But this is going to help you a lot just with awareness. And it's refreshing. It's so helpful. I, I said, that's why when you first told me, I was like, Paige and Alyssa, you have to take this. And then it immediately helped me understand them and how they work. Totally. Every business should use this. Every team in sports should absolutely use it because you can't, you should not coach. An example of this in sports is I had an owner tell me he needed a certain player to be a more vocal leader and kept coming on this person, coming down on them. And as soon as I worked on them and I, they did the assessment, they were high water. Well, a water is not going to be your vocal leader. They're not the fire. And every time you come down on a water and you come down on them a certain way, it's going to pull them back. They're going to retract. And I said, you're not coaching to their element. And once we understood this and we allowed this person to flow and I came alongside and I was working with them every week, not only did he increase in his performance, but his relationship grew and he ended up getting engaged to his longtime partner and they're married and they're doing really well. I mean, it's, it goes beyond the game. It helps families greatly. Absolutely. I could see in a business where if you're looking to fill a specific role and having these, having your, you know, people who are applying do this test yes. immediately, you could say, okay, well, this requires somebody that's more outgoing. And if they are like a wind personality or a fire personality or the people side, you know, like, cause I remember you saying like the wind and the water are more people and then the earth and the fire are more task and Paige is both earth and, and fire. And she <laughs> is the task master. <laughs> like she gets mm -hmm. everything done. Um, and so it's just funny how when you see what they yeah. are and then you see them um, work through how their actual, what their element is. It's like, oh my gosh, this is, everybody should do this. <laughs> I had a CEO say to me who was high fire, I had the best interview for my assistant star. You're going to love her. And I said, we made a pack. You're going to let me do the assessment and meet the person before you hire them. They're like, you can, but I'm sure that we're going to hire this person. Well, sure sugar that's not what happened <laughs> she, the person did the assessment and they were double fire i was like yeah you oh. both had a great conversation but no one's gonna get anything done <laughs> not be your assistant and they ended up we ended up finding someone that was more earth water balance for a fire and it worked out really well for them this particular case and they stayed with them for years so it really is helpful in understanding how to put a team together. Absolutely. I'm so excited to do this and to share this at me our too. conference. Yes, me too. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I could just talk to you all day. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I love you both. Oh, my well, gosh. It'll be fun in Florida. Well, thank you so much for giving us a little, a little glimpse into what you'll be talking to at the conference. And why don't you tell everybody where they can follow you and learn more all about Coach Dar? Yeah, well, you could go to coachdar.com. That's my website. And if there's any information, you could just click on the links to connect with me there. But then Instagram is where I'm probably Instagram is the most active and that's at the coachdar. So follow along. I do a lot of pay it forward inspiration. I uh, am the U.S. ambassador for pay it forward. It's a volunteer global movement. So all of you are welcome to join April 28th. We do global acts of kindness around the world. We did 20 million last year. And I say that because that's what I use social for. I hope that when I Love share that. something on there, that it pays it forward, it inspires you. And if, if not for you, you'll know to share it with someone else. So join with me, join me there and just be a part of the conversation and connect with me. And then I'm excited to see everyone in Florida 
and meet with everyone and share some more nuggets that will hopefully help your mind and your heart. Oh, yes. And if anyone wants to take uh, the personality assessment, the path elements, where do they find that test? They can go to pathelementalprofile.com and you can go on and take it there. And I'll also, Lori, I think you have the link there. So if they have any questions, but go to pathelementalprofile.com and you'll see that the link is there and then you can take it. And if you're going to come to the conference, uh, it'd be great if you took it before because then we could talk about it. Yeah, I think we will um, send that out early so that everybody knows what they are and then they can learn all about it. All yeah, right, that'll be so be perfect great. right before the season starts too. just start off on the right foot. Absolutely. It'll be great. It'll be really helpful. Yay. So thank you so much. All right. We will see you in January. See you in January. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for listening to the Our Baseball Life podcast. Be sure to visit ourbaseballlife.com to join the conversation, access show notes, and discover our fantastic community. And if you loved this episode, please head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It's very much appreciated. Thanks for listening.